G'day, welcome to the first episode of the Bail It Up podcast. I'm Albie and today on the agenda we'll be talking about um, what the podcast is going to be, the women's test, whether it should be four or five, the T20 Australian players form leading into the IPL, the T20 World Cup predictions, predictions on the England squad for the Ashes Tour and the Australian T20 team for the first T20 international. Now, welcome to the podcast. The podcast is going to be a segmented podcast, um, like a Hamish and Andy format. If you have listened to that, uh, you probably have. It's quite good. Um, So it should be fortnightly, holding all your news and predictions, and also while we love the game in a fun and entertaining way. So on to the first segment. The first segment is the weekly whack, is what I've affectionately called it. The weekly whack is just a summarisation of the two weeks of cricketing news. So that should be great. Um, On to that. After its discontinuation earlier this year. So um, he hasn't been doing great. He has been chucked out of the team for the Delhi Capitals. And David Warner has also been stripped of his captaining. And also... He has not played in a while, so that's not good news for those two superstars. Um, we have also seen seen the return of some form for Glenn Maxwell. He's hit top form with a few half centuries, which is really great. Um, and for his Bangalore team, and then also Josh Hazelwood finding some form in the T20 format, so it would be great to see him included in the T20 World Cup, so that's great. On to the next piece of news, um, the women's test cricket. It's been great to see a one-off test. When um, we've seen a lot of players get back into form, obviously there's been a lot of um, media pointed um, at Elise Perry, and she's come back with 68 not out and two wickets, breaking the record of 300 um, wickets and 5,000 runs so that's great for her and um, should mean some good form but there has been some not great form especially for Alyssa Healy um, which is a bit unfortunate and hopefully she can bounce back in the T20s um, because that is her favourite format and some of the likes of um, Beth Moody and Meg Lanning should bounce back as well a bit um, I have also just seen an article on cricket.com.au stating that there should be DRS included for the Ashes tour um, for the women's, which would be great because there was a few calls during the one-off India multi-format test, like the Meg Lanning call and the Sophie Molyneux call. Um, those both obviously um, deflected off the bat and then onto the pad. So it would be great to see some more effective calls in the women's ashes because it's obviously meaning it should be more fair and better for all players so they can have a better chance. Um, thank you. That's all we have today on the weekly WAC T20 and what the team should be. And then we'll be talking about the... England squad leading into the Ashes tour because they did say earlier in a cricket.com.au article that the ECB will announce an England squad for the Ashes. So let's get on to it. The women's T20 team, I've got Alyssa Healy coming off some not very good form in the white ball formats and then the test. 
Hopefully she can bounce back in her favourite format. She's a great opener and she will take the gloves. Um, Beth Mooney, obviously a great opener. Had some terrific form in the second ODI, 123 not out. And then led to some also great form in the next ODI with a 50. Although she didn't continue that great form into the test match. But it is a very unfamiliar arena for the women hopefully we can see more of it so that's why hopefully she can bounce back and have some great performances in the t20 next we've got our number three meg lanning of course um not great form in the test match also because it's not very familiar um all right form in the odis but hopefully she can lead the team out and um do terrifically well in the um t20s next we've got elise perry leading off some great form in the test match she got two wickets and 68 not out plus one um she obviously broke um broke a record like always, 300 wickets and 5,000 runs. So um, has been a lot of media pointed at her, especially for the ODIs. But it will be good. Um, it was great to see her bounce back off that. Next, we've got Ash Garden, explosive batter. So at number five, she's um, one of the more mature players in the team. Shown some maturity in the ODIs and the Test match. But we can see, we hope that we can see some explosive batting from her. Talia McGrath off some great performances in the ODIs and some pretty decent bowling in the test match. Um, then we have Sophie Molyneux, great form in the ODIs and the test match. So it'll be good to see her included in the um, T20s. Um, Georgia Wareham uh, wasn't included in the ODIs, did have a bit of a niggle um, for an injury. But... Um, it was great to see her come back and make her debut in the test match. And she got two wickets as a leg spinner. Um, next, we've got Taylor Vlamink, um off some a long run of injury, but she came back. She's in top form, says the physios and people at cricket.com.au. Um, so it'll be great to see her express pace. Next, we've got the two young guns, Darcy Brown and then Stella Campbell. Um, Darcy Brown's just, she didn't bowl particularly well in the test match, but she's very fond of the white ball formats and bowled very well in the ODIs. And then last we have the Stella Campbell. She's done very well and she should be included. Um, and that's all I have for the women's T20, the first team. It should be great. Um, hopefully I'm right for some of it. Probably not though. Um, we'll see how it goes on Thursday. Um, next on the agenda, we do have a prediction on the England squad leading into the Ashes. The ECB um, announced that they will release a squad in the, um, in the coming days. So it'll be good to see. I'm just putting my thoughts in before that to see if I get anything right. Um, we will have Joe Root as a captain, of course, Great form this year. Jimmy Anderson, 39, but still has that great swim bowling. Stuart Broad, um, another great swing bowler. Then we have Dom, Dom Sibley. Um, and then Ollie Robinson. Some controversy late in the England summer, but it should be good to see how he goes. Then we've got Joss Butler should be taking the gloves. Um, great form, I think. 
um, Johnny Bairstow also juggling to take the gloves. Then we have Hasib Hamid came back from 2016, and it should be in great form. He did score a 50 in the India series. Then we've got Ben Stokes, of course, star all-rounder, but he has taken a um, leave from cricket just for a um, bit um, for mental health, which is good, but he... I would wish that he is back for the Ashes because he is their star all-rounder and off the back of some great performances in the 2019 Ashes against Australia. It would be great to see him um, with that fire and challenging. Um, then we've got Jack Leach, and a spinner. Then Adil Rashid, another spinner. They just need some more spinners in their setup, I think England do. Joffre Archer, express pace, has been undergoing some injury, but he should be back. I hope he is because he's just very fast, raw pace. Then we've got Ollie Pope, um, should be good to bat. Um, yep. And of obviously Moeen Ali called retirement a few days ago, so won't be um, playing for England in the Ashes, which is a bit unfortunate. I quote Joe Reid when I say this a huge loss for England. It really is a huge loss. He is their star um, spinner. He's a great batter. He's an all-rounder. And it's just very bad for England to not have him in their setup leading into the Ashes. So that's a bit unfortunate. Um, we'll be back in two weeks when we see whether or not I have gotten any of the predictions right. Um, the women's first T20 is um, in on Thursday in a couple of days. So... That should be good to see whether or not I get anything right. And also the ECB is releasing their squad for the Ashes Tour this summer. Um, so it'll be good to see if I get that right as well. So I'll see in the coming days whether I've got anything right. And update you guys in the coming weeks when I upload my next podcast. Welcome to the next segment where I talk about wherever I really want to. Today on the segment I'm going to be talking about the women's test match and the next test match they're having they're having two this uh, summer um i'm going to be talking about whether or not it should be a four or five day test there has been a lot of talk on the radio and the broadcast during the one-off test against india whether or not it should be a four or five day test personally i think it should be a five day test if the icc wants the women to play more and more tests um against countries and cricketing nations like India and England and New Zealand and those sort of highbrow women's cricket um, teams, they should include five-day tests because they should have uh, an equal um, equal performance and equal time that both the men and women are playing at because if they're just playing four days, it's not the same as the men. Um, it, should, it should be the same. It should be all equal. And although it has... Um, being come down, coming down to the cost, I've heard. Um, if the ICC and the Australian, the Cricket Australia want more tests to be played, especially for um, test matches more often instead of just like one every two years, or in this case, just two in uh, one summer. And the women's cricket players have made it quite um, significant and quite obvious that they want more 
um, test matches to be played rather than just one or two every two years. So it's obvious for the players that they want more tests to be played because they enjoy playing that side of the format. So it would be great to see that an inclusion into the women's game rather than just the white ball formats. The white ball formats have brought a lot of popularity towards the women's games, but an inclusion of the test match and the test arena would be quite good because it will be nice and even and um it will bring a lot more people and um a higher demographic into the um australia women's team thank you that's just my insight towards the whether the women should have a four or five day test thank you for listening today on the bailed up podcast hope you enjoyed there's just a bit of insight for today i'll return in two weeks where i'll reflect on the predictions again the weekly whack i'll talk about again and i might have a new segment that i'll include thank you for listening and this is albie out to the pavilion